Welcome to Rhema for Today. Because God's already made the plan and already redeemed him and told us to go tell him. Amen. Well, God in his word has already provided healing for us and has told us about it and his word is up to us to believe it. I've heard Christian people say, well, if God wants to baptize me at the Holy Ghost, well, he will. You know, God's sovereign. He's a sovereign being. He can do anything he wants to. If he wants me to have it, you know, if there is such a thing, why, well, he'll give it to me, you know. You know, those folks never do get it. Well, the Lord wants to. He'll hear and answer my prayer if he wants to. Did you ever notice those people never get into prayers answered? You know, that somebody else might pray something for them, but, but they don't. Because, you see, they're in unbelief and not in faith. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The ABCs of Bible Faith, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, if you have your Bibles, you could open again to the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, Hebrews 11.1 1 said, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.6, the sixth verse of this same chapter said, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. Well, you see, uh, if without faith it's impossible to please him, he that cometh unto God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that, that diligently seek him. God, you see, has given us his word upon which we can base our faith. That's the reason he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Tell them the good news. Because if they don't hear it, they can't believe it. Isn't that right? Tell them the good news that Jesus has come and has died. And so how do you get faith? How does faith come? We know Romans 10, 17 said, so then faith cometh. So then faith cometh. How? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. We know that Ephesians 2, 8 said, by grace are ye saved. Paul writing to Christians, the church at Ephesus. By grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourself, it's a gift of God. The faith that you're saved by is not of yourself. It's not a natural human faith, it's a gift of God. God gave you faith to be saved. How did he give it to you? So we have the expression that faith cometh we have the expression that faith is given. It's a gift. Now, notice Romans, the 12th chapter. And, and notice the third verse. I say to every man that is among you. Now, Paul's writing again to the church, not to sinners. I say to every man, every person, that means woman too, every person that's among you, not to think of themselves more highly than they ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So we have the three expressions, faith cometh, faith is given or is a gift, and faith is dealt. Now how is it given? How does it come? It comes by hearing. How is it dealt? It comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
Praise God. So, how does faith for salvation come? Well, notice it real quickly in the 11th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles and in the 14th verse. Uh, Peter is rehearsing before the apostles and brethren in Jerusalem what had happened in the case of him going into Cornelius' house and preaching to him. You see, the Jews would not have anything to do with the Gentiles, and they brought accusation against Peter. Thou wentest in. You can read the first few verses of this 11th chapter. Thou wentest in, you see, into uh, to men uncircumcised. But you see, God in the 10th chapter had given a vision to Peter and was teaching him not to call common or unclean that which I have cleansed, praise God. And so he said to them, told about his vision, and then he said to them that uh, when he entered into Cornelius' house, Cornelius said that an angel had appeared to him about the ninth hour, three o'clock in the afternoon, and said that your prayer and that your alms, your giving, has come up as a memorial before God. And he said to him, Send to Joppa, and inquire in the house of Simon a tanner, and he lives by the seashore, seaside, and uh, inquire for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. Now look at that 14th verse. Who, when he is come, Acts 11, 14, who, when he is come, when Peter is come, will tell thee words, whereby thou and thy house shall be saved. You see, men are saved by hearing words. Now, why are they? Because faith comes by hearing words, the word of God. And so, in the, in, in, in the eighth chapter of the Acts of the Apostles, beginning to read with the fifth verse, it said, Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Now, notice that, and preached Christ unto them. They gave heed unto him, both hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For many unclean spirits came out, crying with a loud voice. Many that were sick of the palsy were healed. A little later down in the chapter it says, And when they believed, and when they believed, and when they believed, what? The preaching. Believe the preaching of Peter concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. They were baptized, both men and women. Now notice the 14th verse. Now when the apostles which abode in Jerusalem, heard that the Samaritans had received the word of God. Hallelujah. Now notice those three different expressions. Back up there in that uh, fifth verse, he preached Christ unto them. They received the word of God. They received Christ. Christ is the living word of God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen. They believed the preaching of Philip. They believe the word. Well, they couldn't believe it without hearing it. Amen. And so faith for salvation comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. That's exactly what Paul said there in Romans, you know, that 10th chapter, the 9th and 10th verses, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. He said in the 13th verse, For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. In the 14th verse he said, How shall they call on him of whom they have not heard? Amen. And how shall they believe in him of whom they've not heard? You can't hear, you can't believe without hearing. And so... 
Faith for salvation, we know that, and these scriptures corroborated, comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. But you know, it seems strange that we don't know that on other things. That once you get saved, things ought to work automatically. But they don't. We've all found that out. You know, I've heard Christian friends say, well, if God wants to heal me, he will. He can do anything he wants to do. But what if the sinner said, if God wants to save me, he will. He can do anything he wants to do. Well, the poor fellow would finally die and go to hell and be lost. Because God's already made the plan and already redeemed him and told us to go tell him. Amen. Well, God in his word has already provided healing for us and has told us about it and his word is up to us to believe it. I've heard Christian people say, well, if God wants to baptize me at the Holy Ghost, well, he will. You know, God's sovereign. He's a sovereign being. He can do anything he wants to. If he wants me to have it, and you know, if there is such a thing, why well, he'll give it to me, you know. You know, those folks never do get it. Well, the Lord wants to. He'll hear and answer my prayer if he wants to. Did you ever notice those people never get into prayers answered? You know, that somebody else might pray something for them, but, but they don't. Because, you see, they're in unbelief and not in faith. Now, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I had an unusual experience based on this verse here, this sixth verse, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that cometh. This is talking about people coming to God. Whether they're Christians that already know God or sinners that are just coming to him to be saved. For he that cometh, that includes everybody, doesn't it? He that cometh. Anyone that cometh unto God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. My wife and I were in meetings in January of 1956 in Pomona, California in the first Foursquare Church where at that time Dr. Guy P. Duffield was pastor. And so Dr. Duffield said to me, we were there for the whole month of January, that is four weeks, that practically covered the whole month, four weeks of January of 1956. And so one morning after the morning service, uh, because I taught in the morning at 10 o'clock and then the night services, and Dr. Duffield said to me, he said, Brother Egan, there's a little fellow here that wants to talk to you. Now, you see, I rushed right out of the service because at that time, particular time, Ken and Pat were traveling with us and they were in high school and they were taking their high school course by correspondence from the University of Oklahoma. And it was a very stringent uh, course. I had checked up on others and asked other, other uh, educators, and they said, well, this is the most stringent one there is, but it's the best one there is. It, it, it will, if you graduate uh, by taking it, you'll, you're accepted by any institute of learning in the world. That's not so with just every course. And so I had to sign an affidavit, you know, that I would conduct it in a certain way. And so I had those morning services, and then I rushed home from the morning service. We had a large trailer, 43-foot Spartan Imperial Mansion that was built here in Tulsa. You see, it's an old Spartan factory over here. And, uh, and uh, so I rushed home. My wife would have our noon meal. We'd eat one main meal in the middle of the day. She'd have it on the table the time I got there, around noon. And then the moment that we got through eating, well, we pushed the dishes back. She cleaned up the dishes in the kitchen, and, and we sat there, or I sat there with the kids, and, uh, you know, for two or three hours every single day. And then you've got to start getting ready for that night service. Well, it's too much. You'd meet yourself coming back. I met a fellow come back one day and said, who's that? Well, that's me. I'll declare. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you met yourself coming back. <laughs> you know what I mean by that expression? And so one year cured us. But nonetheless, I've said that to you so you know why that I rushed right out of the morning service 
And in the nighttime, after ministering, laying hands on people, the anointing is upon you. Some way or another, it settles down in your legs, and you can't hardly stand up, and so you get away then from the crowd. And so, uh, Dr. Duffield said, this little fellow wants to talk to you. And he said, I, I believe you can help. And I wouldn't ask because I know how busy you are and I know, there, you know that the noon meal's on the table waiting for you, but I believe you can help him. And he went on to explain that this fellow had come to his office before the meeting had ever started and that he was 72 years of age and that he was an agnostic. Now, not an infidel or an atheist, an agnostic. You see, the atheist says there is no God. The agnostic said, well, there may be a God, but if there is, I don't know it. And so he said, I talked to him and actually prayed with him and thought I got him saved, but evidently I didn't, and he wants to talk to you. And so I said, well, all right, I'll take time with the fellow. And then he went on to explain, 72 years of age, and he's had a serious heart attack. And the heart specialist gives him no chance at all to live. He could just fall dead any minute. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We have a special, special product that uh, for a gift of $29 or more, it is six CDs by my dad called the ABCs of Bible Faith. This is a yes. tremendous, tremendous deal. It's the basics of faith. And, you and know, no one could teach it like your dad. No, nobody could teach it so like simple. dad could. So simple. So yes. go right now and, and, and order that right now. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message on the ABCs of Bible faith. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.